Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold podcast. Chris and Alan will be sharing unique and raw insight on what it takes to succeed. Both hosts are authors and businessmen and have been mentoring and consulting for their clients for over 50 years with their combined knowledge. So without further ado, we have an exciting show for you today. Let's get started. Hi, it's Christopher Cumby with Think Bold, Be Bold, and I'm here with my awesome co-host, Alan Witch. Alan, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Chris. Having a great day. Thanks for asking. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm doing uh, really well. I'm uh, excited to have this guest uh, in the house with us today. He uh, brings uh, a business concept that I know is going to help a lot of uh, not only our listeners, but uh, our alumni. And that's always fun when we introduce someone new that can actually bring a lot of value uh, to, again, not only our audience, which he will, he's got some great insight, his journey, and uh, what he does um, currently for uh, his business and, and, and helping others. But uh, more or less, you know, again, it's always, you know, really fun to have someone who can come in and, and add value to our group, which has been growing. We're really excited. Uh, you know, we've reached and surpassed uh, show number 50. And um, this is actually show, um, I'm not even sure at this point, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 be, uh, we'll be announcing that as, as things come up and introducing our guest. Uh, but I always use, uh, you know, I, I leave it to Alan to introduce our guests. And uh, Alan, why don't you take us away? Hey, I'm really excited. Thanks, Chris. Um, we have a, the guest on today has got a really unique um, Platform, and I think everybody's going to be really be able to benefit from it. And I think it's going to take a lot of the issues uh, of social media and who, what, where, why, and when out of the uh, equation. I mean, it'd be nice to be known as a guru in your field. And I think the word guru is overused, but I think in this case, it really does uh, add value uh, because you can back it up. And uh, talk about building a huge vol, you know, following on YouTube and to grow your list and and uh, have your your message really known. And how would you like to be known by helping coach and speakers become heroes in their environment through the use of YouTube? I love it. Now, I think it's fantastic, and I'm going to read a, uh, just a real quick quote here. I, I've got one from T.S. Eliot, and he talked about social media. He said, distracted from distraction by distraction. And I think what happens is that because there's so much social media out there, that people just use tools and they throw all the stuff up on the wall, and they hope to, you know, to, to the man upstairs that it's going to do all the wonderful things. But until you're really face-to-face with somebody and they can see your face, they can see your character, they can see your eyes, they can really see the mission and the, the reality in your voice and in your face, I think that's the, uh, the, the, the total key, the total package. And have somebody to really be able to educate you and guide you and tell you exactly what to do and how to get there and uh, how to train yourself and how to be able to deliver such impact to your audience is fantastic. And that's the... Uh, the uh, 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 bailiwick of our guest today, uh, Nathan Woodbury's in the house. Nate, welcome to the Think Bold Podcast Show. Awesome! Yeah, glad to be here. Excited to excited to share what I can. Well, thanks, Nate. Nate's in the house, and uh, we have a story. Uh, basically, Nate and I met on my favorite Twitter. And it's just been such a great tool to reach out. And, and I saw something unique with Nate that he, he, um, he contacted. 
and uh, he does some great stuff around YouTube and that caught my attention because I know and Nate's going to share I'm sure some insight to what YouTube is all about and how he can help but um, you know I just wanted to throw that out there you know Nate uh, you and I met on social media and we're going to be doing some work together and I'm really excited about that uh, because you're going to help me uh, do all the things that uh, Alan mentioned about throwing stuff up on the wall and seeing what sticks uh, but you know getting really focused and, and you know working on something that's going to uh, you know, help my business grow and uh, help um, you know others out there learn some things as well. So, Nate, take us back. I love this question at the beginning of our show, and we usually uh, use it uh, with you know most of our clients, um, or better yet, go guests coming on. Is you know tell us tell us that journey. You know, tell us where you started, how you got involved in what you're doing now, and. You know, basically, what's the vision of you know where you're going? Like, what's what's next on Nate's goals and dreams? Yeah, awesome. I uh, I've always been an entrepreneur, and I started this company a little over six years ago. I just saw a new way to do website design that I thought would be more efficient, and uh, did some tests. It worked, and so I launched in that arena, and. Um, you know, I started doing cold calling, was making sales that way, and quickly got tired of that. But uh, I put my sales presentation into a YouTube video, and and then when I would call people, I would just send them to the, the video and have them watch that and, and then follow up. And then after that, I started uh, just posting ads on Craigslist and, and would direct people to the video, and then people would call me. And so um, I really that quickly I, I learned some uh, tricks on how to use Craigslist all over the country and and so I, I was getting lots and lots of, of sales and customers from Craigslist who watched my YouTube video well about a year I don't know a year year and a half in doing really well loving my business and uh, Craigslist changed something on me and it, it came to a crashing halt um, you know went from from we'll just say real real good revenue, lots of profit to uh, almost no revenue coming in because uh, my tactics on Craigslist uh, no longer worked. And, oh. um, and so I had, to, I had to learn some lessons of, you know, marketing and really had to, to switch gears, not put all my eggs in one basket, not, um, not rely solely on push advertising or push marketing where I'm just pushing my message out there to anyone and hoping that, that somebody would see it. And so uh, over the years, I've really honed in on what I enjoy doing and who I enjoy working with and really making uh, myself and helping my clients make their themselves and their brands magnetic that people are searching them out and, and finding them as opposed to having just to rely on on that push type marketing. So Interesting. And, you know, when you started doing videos, did you have any background in that or experience? Just from playing around. As, as a kid, I would play around with videos and make Indiana Jones movies and <laughs> blow up stuff in my sandbox. But uh, business-wise, no. Uh, that first video that I made and put on YouTube it was my sales presentation. It was, it was real amateur. Uh, a few years later... I wanted to, to increase the, the quality of my production. And so I started shopping around to different video c companies and found it was pretty cost prohibitive. You know, on average, it's about $1,000 per minute. And I, I had an idea of a series of, of, 
you know, three minute videos. And I just yeah, couldn't figure, you know, how, how can small business owners afford this? And so I, I, at the time I had gotten my brand new, uh, iPhone 4S. It's the first iPhone that had the HD camera. And so I asked myself the question, what can I do with this new technology here in my pocket? And I figured out how to use my iPhone to film videos with a bright white background, you know, like Apple does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and it worked great. It, it took me a while. I had to tweak the lighting a lot, learn how to use the settings on the iPhone. But I figured it out, and I started putting out my videos like that. And I started getting lots of compliments, lots of results, obviously. And clients would come to me and say, hey, can you help me film videos like that? And I said, well, uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm just using my iPhone. They didn't really care. So I actually started offering video production as a service. I even, you know, I had a teleprompter there. I had all the lights. I had the backdrop. I'd rent out a venue and have, you know, 20 guests come and we'd film videos all day long. And I was filming on my iPhone. So I've uh, I've since evolved and upgraded. I've gotten, uh, you know, the DSLR video camera so I can blur the background and do fun stuff with the glide cam getting motion shots and but but that's how I got started. It's it's funny, and I, I just like to figure things out. Um, when I bought the DSLR camera, I, I had never done that before. I didn't know how to control aperture or shutter speed. I never had to, and so I just took courses online, figured out how to do it, and now now I'm an expert. Right? I teach other people how to do it. So I love it. <laughs> so you just went out there and learned, um, and then applied and learned and applied, and you built a business out of the nooks and crannies of, you know, your learning curve. I love that. Yeah. And, and that's such an amazing um, way to, you know, really find your niche and be able to go out there. And, you know, audience, I always say bring your journals to these these shows because this is where you learn the golden nuggets of life and the things that you really want to go out there and do. And Nate, you just shared an amazing uh, process for people to, you know, really walk through that, 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 that entrepreneur life and, and create business because of a need. Other people said, Hey, I love what you're doing, Nate. How do you, how are you doing it? And that's such a great question as a business owner. When someone asks you that, you know, how are you doing that? Because it's like, ding, uh, great, um, great question. Uh, let me show you how, or better yet, um, you know, if I show you how we can exchange some value there and uh, you pay me and I'll give you something in exchange. And that's a great business. So congrats on that. What's, you know, just before we move on and Alan, I know Alan's itching for a you know, question because I see it shaking. Uh, tell me uh, what, you know, what's the vision? Where, where do you see things going next for you? Yeah, great question. Yes, that earlier. So I'm glad you repeated it. Um, so I started with website design, evolved into some marketing and, and video production. Um, where I also evolved is in my audience. I used to help all small business owners from dentists and attorneys, restaurants. Um, and I found that I lost interest in some of my clients. I, I couldn't figure it out at first. I'd be on the phone and would, would be looking at my watch like, five minutes in, like, how long is this call going to be? How can I get <laughs> off the call? But then there were other clients where you know 45 minutes an hour would go by and i was like oh yeah the time has gone by and i just totally loved it loved really you know helping them with their business and it came down to to influencers i i personally love the power of influence and, and influencing the world for good 
And so when I was on the phone with a coach or a speaker or an author or some mentor, I just I could get real passionate about their business. And so in the last couple of years, that's where I've really honed in uh, only helping. You know, sometimes my, my web team will help out a client otherwise. But in regards to marketing and strategy and consulting, I, I exclusively just work with, with influencers that I can really relate with. That's awesome. I am so happy I fell into that bucket. because we did spend some time on the phone and now i know that uh, you're you know genuinely obviously interested and you did something really cool for me and i gotta throw it out there uh you threw me a video and i thought that was just an extraordinary way to um you know just show me you know not just tell me and let me hear it you actually told me and you showed me and i thought that was a great um uh uh, and I don't want to use this word, but I will, tactic if you want, uh, for you to demonstrate the value that you bring in a way that, you know, a lot of others, in a unique way, and that's probably not a tactic, but a unique way to show me, you know, what you can bring to the table. And I thought that was fantastic. So uh, thank you for, for doing that, first of all. And I'm glad I landed up in that uh, bucket of influencers. And I think we, you know, are doing our, our great service of, of having this show and bringing people like yourself, Nate, in so that you can teach and, and influence, uh, you know, our listeners. So thank you for that. Alan. Absolutely. Great uh, material, Nate. What, what I like about your story is that it's um, very honest and transparent and very real. And what I mean by that is it's through it's feet on the ground. And I think there's, there's two type of coaching and consultants uh, in the world out there. Those that have researched and talk about the research, which is a, not a thing wrong with that. It's got great value. Then there's those that have, have uh, documented their life through their journey. And I think the life through the journey is, um, the, you know, the feet on the ground is one of the best ways to really learn because you really do see um, the, the you know the the pitfalls and the pitfalls are every bit as important as and learn how to navigate around those as it is the successes and you've done that and I like the fact that uh, you know you realized you couldn't put all of your eggs in one basket and through push marketing and you found that there was you know somebody else that uh, had control of uh, of you and uh, that's not a, you know a great place to be in but it's a good learning curve and you're able now to tell folks you know don't put all your eggs in one basket, which is you know usually a common you know theme, right? But it's different when you're when you're in the game and and you're on the hunt and you're and you're doing a really good job and you've got a venue that's providing for you. You know it, it, it's it, you always keep an ear to you know what's what's happening in in the uh, environment around you. And I like the fact that I've changed my question because I like the fact that you said you work with influencers and I think that's really key because as we're starting to grow into this environment of reaching you know billions of new people coming on the marketplace in the next three to five years you want the influencers the people with the feet on the ground the people with the scars the bumps and the bruises to be able to really truly teach and educate on where they've come from and how they've done it and um, tell me more about the 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 type of influencer that really strikes a chord with you? What, what are their characteristics or what is it about their character, if you could elaborate, that really resonates with you? Because I think that's what you know. Where a lot of coaches and consultants are going to want to look at. They're going to want to look past all the accolades and the credits and they're going to say, what is it about this person that I need to build a relationship with? Yeah, great question. I... Um 
there's not a whole lot of people in in this space that I don't resonate with. It's just I joined uh, a few years ago. I joined the National Speakers Association, and in that group, there's a lot of uh, keynote speakers. There's a lot of coaches, uh, a few authors in there, and see, I, I I love it when people embrace the message that's in them. And I don't know how to explain that, but I just I feel I have a message inside of me that I need to get out that the world needs to hear and that that's kind of my gift to share with the world. And I, I've come to believe that everyone else has that too. And so when somebody embraces that message and they, they embark on this mission or this quest to, to build a career out of it and to put their, themselves out on the line and, and share that message, I just really resonate with that. And, you know, just like I've learned how to, to use video in the right way and I've you know I, I've refined some marketing strategies that have worked really really well for me in in pulling in people who are looking for my expertise so now I can help these influencers do the exact same thing and you know ev- everybody has something that they're an expert in and there's you know billions of people on this earth and thousands or millions of people that need that expertise that you have and so it's just a matter of you putting your expertise out there and having people that are searching for that expertise you know find you beautiful fantastic great uh, great response chris fire up i'm i was just making some notes there and i apologize um you know i'm a avid note maker <laughs> And I love to use my journal, so I just got caught up in there. Um, but I, 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 I love the fact that you joined and surrounded yourself with the people that you actually um, not only uh, can possibly work with, but can influence you as well and, and things like that. Um, you know, let's, let's just change gears here for a second. I want to know, you know, through that journey and, you know, the things you had to learn, because it sounds like, you know, things are going really well for you now. But was there a time, you know, you had, you know, this setback where, well, first of all, you'll never do that again. (laughs) But, you know, can you explain to us, you know, maybe one of your largest setbacks or failures, if you want, you know, for the audience so that, you know, they can see that, you know, Nate um, pivot you know, he, he, he had to pivot. I know that you had some earlier on things that you talked about with Craigslist where you hit the wall and it's like you had to pivot at that point, figure out some things. Mm-hmm. But what was something that like really set you back and, and you can, you know, bring people through that emotional, you know, uh, part of, you know, that because we get a lot of entrepreneurs, we get a lot of entrepreneurs in- as well, people that want to go out on their own, but they have that sense they're working for people um, and they've got that, you know, beautiful entrepreneur spirit. Tell us, you know, what what happened so you can bring us through that emotional experience. Yeah, certainly. I, I can relate a few things here. Um, you know, and definitely the, the Craigslist experience was a, was a big one. With, with entrepreneurship, the reason I love it so much uh, it, it relates to a core belief I have about life. I believe that life is about learning and growth. And entrepreneurship is, uh, I guess I've never used the word crucible, but I've heard other people use it, so I'll just use it. It's like this crucible or this testing ground where we're forced to learn and to grow and to, you know, lots and lots of personal development. And so, 
you know, as we embark on this this journey of entrepreneurship, and, and I started having all this success in in Craigslist, not realizing how good I had it, and to have that crashing down. Um, you know, another example is, you know, websites are a great tool, but when I started my company, I was real excited about websites. But after a while, when that was just the end goal, is just to sell a website, I really lost excitement for it and I wondered should I just quit this business because I'm not enjoying this and realized that I liked you know I, I branched into marketing I liked helping people get results with their websites and the other example just to tie it in here of of you know honing in on on influencers coaches speakers and experts and whatnot I used to rank on the front page of Google for lots of phrases such as dental website design accountant website design attorney web design and and, you know, hitting that block of why am I so miserable talking to these clients? They're great. Like, dentists are amazing. They, they, um, they're low maintenance. They pay on time. They don't, you don't have to worry about collections with them. But I was, like, not enjoying it. So, I mean, I, that's a wall that I ran into. Of why am I, I guess this isn't my purpose in life. <laughs> but then I, but the, the greatest key was when I was able to, figure out my why or my purpose why am i doing all this what is the end goal and and now that i know what the end goal is and it's part to do with influencing the world for good or helping expand that influence but when i i have my end goal then i can use a tool like website design or video production or youtube marketing and just know that those are tools and and youtube i i happen to enjoy a lot more than than website design but I still know that, yeah, it's just a tool and YouTube's going to change and, and social media is going to change. And, you know, as long as I have that end goal in mind, it, it all it all fits into place. And to give you one other example, I've had a I have had a roadblock with Facebook. You know, Facebook, I've put on some events, advertised it, put some money into the Facebook uh, paid advertising, worked really, really well. And two months later, promoted another event, put twice as much money into it, thinking that would work, and had it completely tank. And uh, you just <laughs> you scratch your head like, I didn't, I didn't change anything. What's going on here? And mm-hmm. um, One other one, LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, uh, up until the fall, for a year and a half prior to last fall, was a gold mine. Um, I found a way of getting lots and lots of clients on LinkedIn. And that came crashing down last last fall. LinkedIn made some big changes. And so it's just, um, it's, it's understanding that change is just inevitable. I've accepted that and I'm willing to learn and grow and just find ways of building a, a more secure foundation, uh, really building a brand, building a, a following. And I'm still going to pursue different marketing. I'll use your word tactics like this. But, uh, but yeah, learning from it as I go along the way, and, and yeah, hopefully that's helpful. It yeah, certainly, and um, you know, I think it's constantly changing, and that's what we need to stay on top of. And I think that's the message, uh, you know, that I certainly pulled from you know your experiences that you were, you know, it was gravy train. <laughs> and then something changed, whether it was in their algorithms or anything like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's not working anymore. So you had to constantly, you know, be uh, aware of that, um, which, again, change is imminent, you know. So being on top of that stuff and, and learning how to pivot. And that's certainly what you did. And, and I think a lot of great entrepreneurs 
um, you know, ones that know, hey, if something change, you know, something happens, then I'm just going to change and I'm going to, you know, adapt or or come up with another way to uh, to to create some revenue and and constantly be learning. Uh, I think those are two great attributes of, of great entrepreneurs is learning and changing, learning and changing, learning and changing, and constantly going through that. And as they learn, they teach and they show others or they provide a, a service or a business. Alan, take us away. I've got, I got, I got yeah, one sure. other thing yeah. I can add here because it's, it's something that has definitely become a core strength to me, and, and it's not being afraid to make mistakes. I mean, we've we've heard the cliche quotes, you know, something like mistakes are stepping stones to success. Mm-hmm. But if you if you really internalize that and 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 don't be afraid of making mistakes and don't beat yourself up when you make them, but just look at a mistake as a learning experience. Um, you know, the, the just the example of me learning how to make videos and stepping into the professional video production space with that. It's like, yeah, I know I'm going to make mistakes, sure. but, uh, you know, uh, anyway, that, that, that's, that's a great point. point. And you made a very good point. And thanks for adding that in, uh, because it is okay. That's how we learn. And, you know, you could probably look at the mistakes that you made. Uh, you probably pulled some seeds out of that. And then, you know, you planted them forward. And, and you know, the boat, most important thing is that when you make mistakes, you, you, you know, you fall forward and you keep moving and you keep learning and um, you adapt to those things. So thanks for sharing that. And that's a great point. Definitely. Alan. Yeah, real needle movers, Nate. They are constantly uh, real consummate students and make no bones about it. And uh, you're obviously following that category, uh, probably by design and by circumstance. And, uh, you know, we honor you for, for doing that and making that a real transparent uh, way of, uh, of, of building your business and uh, showing your character to others. But I want to go back to what you said about crucible of learning. And I think a lot of things, you know, because it is, it, it, it's in the fire. It, those that are on the, you know, the forefront and developing and building, um, you know, have to hack through the trees and the weeds and all that. And, and to tag on to that a little bit, how do you avoid when you're navigating through all of these unknowns and navigating through maybe a client that it, uh, it is really intriguing? How do you avoid other people's agendas? You know, I, I actually need a little bit of clarity on on your question there. Um, let's say that uh, you're working with me, and uh, you're having to, you know, address. I want you to, to help me put out a, a great video that shows my character, so on and so forth. And we get you get caught up in kind of my story, and I get caught up in what you're doing. And um, together we're working on something, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm fo- I'm following a squirrel. And what I mean by that is I've got another thing, and I take you along with me. Hey, you know, Nate, help me figure out this issue over here because it's going to help me on, you know, the the third plank of my mission on on what I'm doing over here. And I'm going to take your expertise, and I'm going to use it to help me solve my problem over here as opposed to me being a client that's servicing your mission. So what I'm right. doing is I'm taking the I'm just taking the the uh, the focus away from why we began what we're doing. Well, there are there are so many distractions. I mean, there's there's a webinar that you could probably watch every single day of a new program to try, and and we could be spending hours doing all different things on social media. What, what's important is knowing what the outcome is. What goal are you striving towards? You know, and when I talked about my my 
knowing what my purpose is or my why and understanding that website design or video production are tools in there, uh, same thing applies with a sp specific goal. You know, what clients are we trying to attract? What's the end goal? Uh, are we going to have phone conversations with them? Are we going to, uh, you know, are we collecting email addresses? Or, or what, what are we driving towards and what are we going to offer them? And then what are we doing to to put those leads into the funnel? And so, you know, a squirrel can come along and distract us and it sounds cool. It might be this new technology for text messages or whatever. And it's like, okay, is that is that driving us towards our core mm -hmm. and uh, and in a lot of cases it, it's it's not and so it's not that it's a bad thing you could flag it stick it in a folder say hey, I'm gonna look into this but I'm I gotta get my I gotta get my my funnel working my business flowing first makes makes okay. total sense and I think that you know Chris and I talk about that and we always kinda you know charge all of our opportunities and challenges and and risks and such back to the mission and I think exactly what you're talking about that way it's not personal and what I mean by that is is it's not um, you know us justifying why it's okay to to stray I've got a, I got another another uh, something that I I feel I'm really good at is always thinking about things in terms of results. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what result is this going to get me? Or, or how is this tweak or how is this uh, squirrel going to improve or, or change my results? And so often, you know, let's say we hear somebody that, that's an expert on Google+, Plus, which I'm not. So let's say somebody was talking about Google+, Plus and all the things that they're doing there, and and they recommend that I go and I start putting in two hours every day on Google+. I might start doing that just for the sake of, oh, well, I'm more active and I'm going to, you know, be able to reach out and connect more. But if I don't if I don't know how to use it to get results or I don't even know what that end result is, it's just going to be a, a waste of time, which I'm going to say most influencers, people I know, most of their social media activity is a complete waste of time. They're not, they're not getting results out of it. So... Uh, just my other way, in summary, my other way of answering that question is just always keeping your eye on on results. Well, we can easily get hijacked, and it sounds like that's a uh, <laughs> a real common theme. Always trying to you know figure out you know what's best, and we listen to you know maybe what's uh, the newest thing out there, and finding out that it's really not going to serve us well. And it sounds like that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely, and. You said something, um, you know, from a distraction, and, and, and certainly we all fall into that at some point. You know, what's the new gadget? What can I do differently? And, you know, obviously when you've got things moving forward and, and it's working well, um, you, you know, you may want to spend a little time researching and, and looking at things. However, when you're starting out and, and that whole point, you can squirrel really easy. Um, one thing I always charge back is it's important and relevant to where I'm going. You know, similar to what you you know you said is is this my key performance? Is this a key performance indicator towards the result that I'm looking for in my business right now that's going to move the needle? And I always look at you know is it important and relevant because there's a lot of things that aren't important and not relevant, <laughs> even though they might you know be something that's neat and a great idea. But I table those the same thing. You know, I put them on the back burner, think about them later. Um, you know. In fact, I keep a list of things that you know, periodically I'll go back to and say, hey, would that work now? 
um, you know, now that I've, you know, got a few things going or I do have some time, um, you know, to, to pay attention to it, but I try not to get on those webinars, get on those new ideas and, and do that same thing I did at the beginning, because at the beginning, uh, especially when I've, you know, now branded, uh, and working towards my dreams, my goals, my desires and writing my book and all those things, uh, I didn't know what I didn't know. <laughs> until I started hearing more people like yourself, Nate, say that you could spend all day working on webinars and going on these things and, and you know, keep going and, and doing the Tasmanian devil uh, and getting nowhere. Um, so I, I completely agree with you on that. So thanks for sharing that insight on what not to do. Now, Nate, um, you know, we're, uh, this show, you know, it's so funny. This show seems to speed by and, and we have so many other questions and I've got so many things that I want to, uh, to talk about and we, and we certainly do have more time. We're getting to our rapid bold insight in, in just a little while. We have a few questions left that I want to be able to talk about. Um, what is your, you know, what's your greatest weakness? Um, because you're not perfect. We're not perfect. No one's perfect. No one even, you know, out there that's making billions of dollars is not perfect. Just tell us, you know, something about yourself that, you know, you're working on or, or what you think your weakness is. Well, if I may, I'll, I'll talk about a weakness and a strength. And in the strength, that I'll, was the I'll, second I'll try it. I'll give you some time. <laughs> All right, perfect. So thank so, you. <laughs> my greatest weakness is I can definitely be a perfectionist. Uh, I like to do things right, which I don't have a, you know, I don't think that's wrong, but sometimes I, I need it to be completely uh, polished and perfect. And that, and that slows me down. You know, when, when perfection slows us down, uh, a friend of mine, Tiffany Peterson, a quote I always remember, and she probably got it from somebody else, but done is better than perfect is something that I always try and remind myself just so I can I can move forward and, and not be afraid of of it, you know, I love that. making that mistake. So let me share some, some of my uh, gold that, that I have to offer through a, a strength that I have. Uh, and it's in this world of, of influencers and experts because we have, we have this message and we are good at sharing it. We're good at providing value to those around us, whether that's in a newsletter or a blog post or a video. Let me focus on, on video, okay? So we, we create this amazing video. I'll call it a masterpiece because we, we know our craft, we know our expertise, and we teach this principle in, in a video, how to do ABC. Okay, we put it out there, and people who already know our greatness, they see it. And so we're providing value to them. Maybe in the first week it gets 100 views. Maybe it gets, you know, if we've got a bigger following, it gets 300 views, maybe 500 views. In week two, maybe it gets a little bit more, maybe we're up to 600 views. After that, it just starts to taper off. And we then are like, okay, I've got to create another masterpiece. I've got to create another video and I've got to put that out there. And okay, we work, you know, we broadcast it out on all social media channels. And over time, we're just doing the same thing over and over and over again, putting all this heart into our content. And, you know, a year later, we just end up with this pile, this pile of content or this pile of videos or blog posts or newsletters. And we're going to do it all over again this next year. You know, and slowly we're growing our list, right? Well, imagine if we create one video and we put that same heart and energy into this this masterpiece of, of, a, of a piece of content that's going to teach and help people. But what if we had a, a goal beyond just 
creating something good, but we created something with a little bit of strategy in it too, knowing that a year from now, how that video is going to have more views than it's going to get when I launch it to the people who already know me. So making it magnetic. And I've got, I'll, I'll, I know we're, we're shorter on time, but we've, there's we've three. We've got lots of time for you. Okay, cool. <laughs> we've, got, we've got three ingredients to make what I call an AMPT video. And AMPT is an acronym, Automatic, Magnetic, and Perpetual. That's the result. We want, we want to create a machine. So we create this masterpiece, but we don't want this masterpiece just to sit at the bottom of a pile. We want this masterpiece to be a machine that for years pulls in people to our business and, and builds a following and helps them find us and, and you know positions us as their hero. That, that's who we are to them and, and what we can help them with. And so here's the three ingredients. One is, and this one hopefully is obvious, you've got to make your, your video captivating, okay? Put some time into it, know how to start it, know how to put your content in there, know how to close it, and know how to keep people's attention, make it fun, okay? Uh, you'll get better and better at that over time. Don't stress too much about it, but do your best to make it captivating. Ingredient number two, make it specific. The more specific you can make it, the better. Um, so if you're making a video on how to lose weight, okay, that, that's a good video topic, but there's so many different ways to lose weight. There's so many uh, different um, reasons you might want to lose weight. There might, there might be different regions on your body to lose weight. Or, or you know, So it's how to lose weight eating avocados. I don't know. But um, you know, make something really, really specific. The reason for that is there's people out there that want to know how to lose weight with avocados, just to use my silly example. Those people, when they find you, you've provided them exactly what they're searching for. Okay, so that, that's great, is you're, you're finding your exact audience. And two, you're making it so that you will be found. Because everyone out there can create a video on how to lose weight, but only you are gonna be creating a really specific video that specific way. And, and so you'll be able to rank above your, your competitors. And that ties into the third ingredient, and, and that is to make, uh, make your, your videos searchable. C uh, create videos on topics that are searchable, that people are searching for. I'll give you a, a real example. So Doreen, a great friend of mine, uh, a couple of years ago, um, told me she had a great remedy for sore throats. And instead of just creating a video, okay, here's a great remedy for a sore throat, we did some keyword research, and I found the phrase, how to get rid of strep throat without antibiotics. So that's real, real specific. And there are, there's like five or 600 searches each month on Google just for that nine-word phrase. So when you can find something that's that specific that still has high search volume, and there's, there's thousands of, of searches for other similar phrases and stuff, um, here's the results that it got for her. She had, she had like uh, 50, 50 or so people on her email list. She had you know just close friends and, and uh, family on Facebook. So she's unknown except in her local community. We created this video. We put it on YouTube. It started out small, right? But because we had followed these three ingredients, her video got traction and just started people who had never heard of her before started finding her and watching her video to where now I think think the video's up to about 80,000 views. Wow. Uh, so 80,000 people who've never heard of Doreen before now see her as an expert 
at right now in this niche of, of strep throat and how to get rid of a sore throat and stuff like that. So just imagine you create your masterpiece of a content, but turn it into a machine that, that has a strategy of how you're going to get more and more people. And, and just think every video you create like that, imagine the momentum that you could have in your business. So that that's what that's what I love helping my clients do. I love He's that. answered my next question is how do you increase the size of your market? Right. And, and, and I love that. And I just want to point out something. So, you know, just so we know and your opinion, YouTube right now, where do you think it is at the beginning or is it established? Is it going to explode? Because... And then I'm going to just make a, a – I'm going to get, let you answer that question, but I want to make a, another point. With all the other content, as you said, and I've seen this because I, you know you blog, you, you put out um, social media, you know whatever it is, but it, it, it all seems like it stacks. <laughs> it just stacks and, and you know the one at the bottom – you know, whatever that was, it just never gets looked at again. But with video, it seems like it's going the other way. Is that, a, you know, a fair assessment or a fair approach to, you know, the way I'm looking at it? All right, yeah. So I'll answer both of those. Um, really, it's it's a, a, a combination. So most coaches and speakers, when they're getting started on, on YouTube, their, their videos are are only getting a hundred or so views that that's it's real common a hundred or sometimes a less maybe 50 to to 200 range and and they can't surpass that so even videos that have been been on there for a couple of years if their if their channel hasn't really gotten momentum um then then they're stuck and so it, it's you know it, it's a, it's an obstacle the the other part of your question is where is YouTube now and, and where is it going? What's the future? What's my opinion of that? Um, YouTube has definitely become a, a huge major player. I, I personally think that they're here to stay for, for a long, long time. I, I don't think that we've fully even seen all the potential on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But I've also learned from my past mistakes of putting all my eggs in one basket that... Um, you know, I'm doing everything that I can to also grow other social platforms and uh, to grow my own email list and to keep that email list current. Right. So while I'm fully taking advantage of YouTube, um, here, here's one weakness of YouTube. YouTube, what most people do on YouTube is they try to make a video that will go viral. And that is so hard to do, especially in the expert niche. Mm -hmm. Videos that are easier to go viral are the more epic, you know, adventurous or, you know, you have the cutest cat, right? Right. But when, when you're mm -hmm. teaching a principle, it's it's really hard for those videos to go viral. So I don't even try. Um, if I if I do try, I actually use Facebook video. And I think that there's a huge, huge future for more and more video on Facebook. There's It's a complete different dynamic. Sure. And, and that is still push marketing. So keeping that in perspective, I'm not afraid of push marketing, but I really like a pull marketing that's long term that I can create one video and have that keep working for me for years and years to come. So that's, yeah. that's my take on that. Thank you so much. And, and, and that's a good point. And, and I think you've learned that before by putting your eggs in one basket. And, um, you know, things are going to change. Technology is going to change. There's going to be something that we had no idea 
um, augmented reality, virtual reality, mm-hmm. all the other things that are coming down the pipe um, on you know this whole technology convergence um, is just and and we follow you know that whole techie part of things because it's moving very very quickly. So I love that uh, advice as well as the answer to the question. I uh, is that you're also doing some other things outside of YouTube, but you're certainly going to take advantage of it while it is here. So thanks for that, Alan. Transparent question, and I think a lot of people uh, are afraid to ask this, and I used to be afraid to ask it, and I used to be afraid to answer it, because it's completely transparent, and it's a drop-your-pants scenario, but I know that every one of our listeners out there is asking themselves this question, and that is, how are you making money today in your business? I've got... I've got a few few different ways. I've got passive income uh, that comes through ongoing website support, mostly just build up a good client client base for website design and providing website support. Um, I actively provide uh, coaching and consulting, and so that's a good source of of income. Uh, when I speak I don't sell from the stage but I provide a lot of value and I'll have strategy sessions people want to you know take me up on on a free 30 minutes um, for for consultations and and people you know I've got my services listed on my website and so that oftentimes people will say well hey how can I work with you and so that'll that'll lead into to coaching and consulting and um, I also put on uh, video shoot events where I, I it's like mock speaking events where uh, coaches and, and speakers will take the stage and will will get lots of footage of them speaking on the stage and create promo videos to to really promote them and, and having footage of them on the stage even if they're not a keynote speaker it really helps them to uh, it helps their clients recognize their expertise and see them as mm-hmm. an expert so um, yeah residual income a lot of a lot of active income and then I've got projects uh, I've got three YouTube channels that that I run myself that um, I, they're only generating like moderate amounts of, of income uh, in terms of the, the YouTube advertising revenue. My, my own channel, let me set that one aside because that one I get a lot of active income from it. But two other channels are really just future income. I enjoy it. Uh, one's a nutrition channel and I'm, I'm passionate about it. But I, I'm also just knowing that in the future that's going to bring in some, some great income too. Fantastic. Super awesome value. What you've done is you've taken your your ingredients and made different uh, different recipes with them. And I think that's a big thing to uh, for the audience to know. You don't have to create a bunch of different things. Use what you do well and package them differently. I love it. Yeah. And package them differently for a different audience. What do they need now? And what are they going to need later on? And I think that what that does is that seeds for uh, future you know future seasons. And thank you for that. Um, uh, great, uh, great dissertation on uh, kind of what to do. And it sounds like you've learned that just through experience, you know, planning for something now and planning for something down the road and also trying to put something in place for the unknowns, the, you know, the changes beyond your control. And uh, that's, you know, that's planning work. And it's not always the funnest, but it is something that's required and necessary because there always comes those days. Right. Yeah, entrepreneurship is uh, 
I mean, I don't, I don't know any entrepreneurs that went to business school. <laughs> All, I have, I have some friends that went to, you know, got their MBA, but they're employees for other businesses. Uh, this, this world of entrepreneurship, you know, I, there's plenty I could have learned at going to business school. I got a degree in human biology, but uh, don't use that a whole lot. But um, <laughs> you know, yeah, this road of entrepreneurship is just one where it, it's, it's you learn, you learn as you go. Right, probably the best way to explain it. So, learn, change, and piv, pivot. Uh, yep. Learn, change, and pivot. Learn, learn, change, and pivot. Hey, listen, uh, Bold Nation loves our rapid, bold insight. Nate, if you know, we want to get into a couple of uh, quick questions. You know, it is coming to the end of the show, near the end of the show, anyway, and where we're going to leave the audience with, uh, you know, some really great insight that Alan's going to uh, ask you the final question. But before we get into the rapid bold insight with Nate, Nate, tell us uh, how people can get a hold of you. Where do they go? What's your website? How do they, um, you know, how do they connect, follow, all that sort of jazz? Right. So look for me on YouTube. Search for Nate Woodbury, and my website is gowallaby.com g-o-w-a-l-l-a-b-y.com and uh, on just about every page of, of that website uh, you'll see um, a, a place where you could schedule a strategy session and so that's the best way for people to work with me I offer a, a complimentary 30 minutes so I love that and Sweet. Um, that's fantastic so take advantage of it be bold nation you know get a hold of Nate he'll Definitely be able to help you, and uh, I'm excited to be working with him um, coming uh, coming up really soon on uh, my book launch and all kinds of other fun stuff. Rapid Bold Insight. Are you ready, Nate? Yep, I'm ready. All right, let's get at it. How do you relax? What's your downtime? I, I mountain bike. <laughs> I, I love getting out in nature. Uh, I, I hit the trails. I love it. I love mountain biking as well, and it sounds like you probably live in an area where you can get out there and do that. What book on your desk right now, today, are you reading? Well, I had to stop this one that I'm reading because it, it's too long. Um, <laughs> it's, it's called Atlas Shrugged. I've heard so many good things about it, but it's 63 hours, and I'm three chapters in, and I'm like, I just don't, I'm not getting into it. So I'll tell you one that wow. I recently listened to that I sure. love, Sure. Uh, Creativity, Inc., Creativity by, Inc. Yeah, by Ed Catmull. He's the he's the uh, I don't know exact title, like president, I believe, of Pixar and Disney. I love it. That that book is so good. Oh, it's it's better than you think. It's uh, it's an amazing book. Awesome. What's your favorite exercise? <laughs> Mountain biking. This morning, though, I'll, I'll say another one. This morning, I I chose to get back into swimming. Beautiful. So I did I did some lap swimming today. Beautiful. What's your favorite quote, Nate? That one, uh, that one, I don't know. I'll uh, let me. Uh, That's okay. I don't we'll know come if back. I, well, I've got one, but I don't know if it's if you're going to even understand it. But it's mm. it's faith transcends time. I love it. Is that a Confucius or um, you know you know a you know proverb uh, or uh, my my current mentor shared that with me and it was within a lot of context but it's it's one that's really helped me in the last the last month just caused a huge paradigm shift for me fantastic and and great thanks for sharing that that's a great quote most influential person you know hands-on right now in your business yeah right now it's my mentor chris crone he is uh he's helping me in in some huge huge ways 
Fantastic. And there you go, folks. Rapid bold insight with Nate. And uh, number you know five of the you know all the five questions we had was you know who's influencing him, and who's influencing you. That's the question you know you ask when you wake up in the morning and you want to go and go after your dream is who's that influence? Who's that person who can keep you accountable, see your blind spots, um, provide some feedback. And you can have them in various areas of your life. And uh, certainly, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, uh, you should have one on your business. Thanks, Nate, for providing that. And um, again, you know, thank you for for being here. We're going to come back. Uh, Alan's going to ask you one last question and and we'll wrap up the show. But uh, thank you for going through that bold insight. Absolutely. Yeah, I hate to be the one to end the show i don't want to end the show <laughs> but knowing where, where time has got to be um i love the fact nate that you're a mentor and you have a mentor and i think that's something that uh you know is always talked about but i i i know there's a lot of coaches out there that really kind of you know think that they can do it all themselves and it really does you know pay pay in dividends to have somebody mentor and watch and uh, give you nuggets because the slightest deviation the slightest needle move can really make a difference so thank you for um not only bringing that up as a as a uh, a key ingredient, but for actually enacting upon that, and uh, you know, leading uh, you know uh, with exactly what it is that you do. So, with that in mind, uh, we always like to end the show uh, with our guest leaving one bold move for the audience. So, with that said, what one bold move would you like to leave our audience with? My bold move or challenge is to start putting yourself out there more on video, and don't don't be afraid of of the mistakes. Uh, people like authenticity, so just get out your phone, make a selfie video, share it on on social media, social media, and and put some value in there. Share some advice, and uh, and just start making a habit of of doing that. That's my challenge. Super. I love that. That's a good. I one. like that. I like that without uh, being, you know, don't worry about being, uh, you know, perfect, you know, be authentic because that's the attractant. Well, there's, there's probably something to add to that as well is that you just get better and better, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's the whole point is, you know, you can relate that to anything, whether it's doing a video um, or going and playing a new sport or learning an instrument is that, you know, over time you just get better and better. Nate, you're a wonderful man. Thank you so much for sharing today. And, uh, I really appreciate, uh, you jumping on and, and, you know, again, uh, thank you to Twitter for putting us together and thank you for being part of our alumni now and our be bold nation. Um, we uh, have lots to work with you on and, and we've got some ideas uh, that are going to follow up but before we go and, and, and Alan takes us away Nate will you come back later this year yeah this has been fun I've, been, I've, been, I've definitely enjoyed this both, both working with you Chris and Alan awesome thank you and you heard it here Nate will be back and he'll share some, uh, some new things that are working and, and um, you know from his adventures over the next few months Alan let's do it Let's do her. Hey, Nate, thank you so much for being on the show. You are a very humble human being, and that's a high 
character trait in our book, and so we honor you for that. Thank you so much for being on the show and taking your time and uh, offering some of your transparent uh, wisdom to the audience. I know that uh, they're taking notes and they're going to use uh, a bunch of this information to help grow and perpetuate and and to help insight themselves from some uh, maybe some avenues down the road that are, that are, that are coming up that uh, could derail them. So thank you so much. Um, Chris, as usual, it's great. You're a great co-host. Love working with you. We're having a blast. Um, like with Nate today, this has just been a, a great conversation and a great way for us to add value. So thank you so much. And I guess with that, go ahead and close us out. Yeah, well, thank you. Right back at you, Alan. Thank you again, Nate. Thank you, Be Bold Nation. You guys are amazing. Come to info at thinkboldbebold.com. Give us some feedback. Go to iTunes and definitely give us some comments and ratings. We love hearing it. We're going to bring you more. And we can't wait for everything to happen for you in your life. And thank you so much. And it wouldn't be a show without me saying, do something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.